0: Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt.
1: Friends, welcome back to the Frontier Freedom Hour. Each year at the Western Conservative Summit, I ask one pastor to simply deliver the gospel message. There's plenty of politics taking place, plenty of candidates talking, At each summit, but I always want to carve enough time to simply present the gospel and invite people into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Friends, here's CCU alum and CEO of Dare to Share, Greg Steer, with the gospel message at the 2023 Western Conservative Summit. All right, I'm so grateful to
0: be here with you tonight, and I'm kind of freaking out because I feel like the last person to be on this stage. I don't come from a conservative, church-going, pew-sitting, hymn-singing family. I come from a family filled with bodybuilding, tobacco-chewing, beer-drinking thugs. And that's just the women, sadly. Uh, Three of my uncles were competitive bodybuilders. The fourth one was a bouncer at the Toughest Bar in Denver. The fifth one was a Golden Gloves boxer, judo champion, and war hero. I wasn't tough, I was like young Sheldon in the hood. I was raised in North Denver, just a few miles from here. But before it was the Highlands, before it was full of organic salads and skinny jeans, it was the highest crime rate area in Denver. And my family had something to do with that crime rate. The Denver Mafia had a nickname for my uncles. They called them the Crazy Brothers. So when the Mafia thinks your family's dysfunctional, that's not good, that's bad. My family was a very dangerous family. They were in a downward spiral. And the toughest one of my uncles was my Uncle Jack. I think we got a picture of my Uncle Jack, who totally looks like the Wolverine. Uh, He once went to jail for choking two cops unconscious at the same time who were trying to arrest him on assault charges. Very dangerous man, a lot of his life in jail. But one day, a hillbilly preacher... Nicknamed Yankee, planted a church in Arvada, Colorado, and on a dare from a guy named Bob Daly, who knew my Uncle Jack but was too afraid to share the gospel with him, he dared Yankee to go share the gospel with my Uncle Jack. And on a Saturday morning, Yankee goes to my Uncle Jack's house, knocks on the door. My Uncle Jack comes to the door, no shirt on, tattoos everywhere, two beer cans, one for drinking beer. One for spit and chew. You didn't want to get those mixed up. He talked like this. He goes, what do you want? He said, my name's Yankee Arnold. I'm here on a dare from Bob Daly to tell you about Jesus. He goes, well, I don't know Jesus. I know Bob. I'll give you five minutes. (laughs) Invited him in the house. They sat down at the kitchen table. And Yankee explained, not religion, but a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. That Jesus came to die for sinners. And that by faith alone, he could have eternal life. Well, my uncle Jack had never heard the gospel before, Yankee said, does that make sense? He goes, hell yeah. That was a sinner's prayer was, hell yeah. And have you ever met a new believer that doesn't know the rules yet about loving your enemies? That was Jack. He started telling people about Jesus. And if they didn't take Jesus, he may give them Moses right upside the head, right? Again, I had five uncles, bodybuilders, street fighters. My mom was as tough as any of them we got a picture of my mom. I mean, she's got that North Denver smirk on her face. Can you see it? She's like, don't mess with me. She used it. I remember when I was five years old, I saw her take apart a guy's car with a baseball bat, and he got out, and she took him apart. Mom had a shame-fueled rage, and my grandma told me early on why. Because she never married my biological father. They, mar- they met at a party, They partied, she got pregnant, he found out, he got transferred 2,000 miles away. He was in the army. My mom got in her car, she drove from Denver to Boston under the pretense of staying with my Uncle Tommy and Aunt Carol. But really, the reason she was going is to have an abortion. Because this was before Roe v. Wade. And I I just want to say this. If abortion was legal at that time, she could have just gone down the street. But she had to drive from Denver to Boston and have this illegal abortion. And staying with my Uncle Tommy and Aunt Carol, thank the Lord, they talked her out of it. She came back. She had me. And she would look at me oftentimes and just burst out into tears. It took three years. And I'll never forget that night. I'm sitting at the kitchen table. and I said, Ma, you got to know this. And I explained the gospel once again. She's smoking a cigarette. She goes, you mean to tell me I can know I'm going to heaven by faith in Christ? I said, yeah. She took a drag. She said, I'm in. My mom put her faith in Christ. I said, where are you going to go when you die, Ma? She goes, I'm going to heaven, cigarettes and all. I go, yeah, but heaven is not smoking, just so you know that. (laughs) And I'm going to ask you the same question I asked my Ma. Are you 100% sure? Do you know you have that relationship with God? Because I'm going to tell you in the next few minutes how you can know you're a child of God. How you can know that all your sins are forgiven, even the really bad ones. How you can know for sure you're going to go to heaven when you die. And how to know for sure you have identity, belonging, and purpose right now on this earth. And I'm going to share with you the same illustration that Yankee shared with my Uncle Jack. I'm going to share with you the same illustration I shared with my mom. So pretend like this hand is you and me and everyone in the world. Pretend like this is our sin. Pretend like this is God. Now God, he created us to be with him. He loves us. He cares about us so much. But all of us have sinned. So many times at events like this, we point outward at the sins of others. Look at the sins of those guys. Listen, I want you to take that icy finger of judgment and turn it toward yourself. All of us have sinned. 2,000 years ago, God sent his son, Jesus. Jesus died on the cross, paying the price for sin. Jesus died and rose again. He took all of our sin upon himself. And he says this, everyone who trusts in me has everlasting life. I wanna tell you this, I never knew my biological father i never seen his face. i never heard his voice. He abandoned me and my mom before I was even born. And 20 years ago, when my mom was in hospice, she said, she asked me the question, do you remember what you used to say when kids in the neighborhood would make fun of you for not having a dad? I said, I don't. She said, you used to say, God's my dad. He's my dad. And he will never leave me or forsake me. And if you put your faith in Jesus Christ tonight, he becomes your dad. You are adopted into the family. You're born again. He will never leave you or forsake you. So I'm going to ask you tonight, will you, if you've not made that decision, will you make sure, I talk to Christians a lot and they're like, well, I've always been a Christian. That's a sign that you may have never been a Christian. Because there's a point in time when it clicks. And for many of you tonight, this is your point in time. I want to ask everybody to bow your heads and close your eyes, no one looking around. If tonight, for the very first time, that made sense, and you're ready to put your faith in Jesus in the silence of your soul, say these words to God Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know I can't be good enough to make it into your perfect presence. But I believe that Jesus died for all my sins, past, present, and future. And I believe he rose from the dead. And I trust in him alone right now to forgive me for all my sins and give me eternal life. And give me true identity, belonging, and purpose. I receive that gift right now through faith. With heads bowed and eyes closed, my friend, if you just put your faith in Jesus, you are saved, you are born again, not because you said a prayer, but because you trusted in Jesus Christ who died for your sins and rose from the dead. So with heads bowed and eyes closed, if that made sense for the very first time and you put your faith in Christ tonight, can you simply raise up your hand and put it right back down? God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else? Just raise up your hand and put it right back down. God bless you. Look up at me, everybody. Let's give a hand to those who just put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Welcome to the family of God. Let somebody know that tonight you put your faith in Jesus. Matter of fact, I have something for you. You can take out your phone and text the word Jesus to 27126. And if you text him, he will text you back. No, text the word Jesus to 27126. And it'll give you seven uh, videos that will help you in your newfound faith in Christ. Text the word Jesus to 27126. If you're already a believer... What are you holding all this good news to yourself? I see a lot of Christians very excited about proclaiming their political views online, which is fine. I want you a hundred times more excited about proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ face-to-face and online. And we have a tool for you. It's our app called Life in Six Words. If you can swipe and read, you can share Christ using the Life in Six Words app. And listen, I challenge you to download that. Go to your app store. It's free. Download it right now and share the gospel with somebody else. Believers, I hope you're 100% sure. I hope you walk with holy swagger. And I hope we all remember that what's going to transform this nation is the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you.
1: That's Greg Steer sharing the gospel message at the 2023 Western Conservative Summit. Friends, it's great to have been with you. You've been listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour. This is Jeff Hunt. Until next week, God bless you, and yeehaw!